2: Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross
3: When's the last time you took a timeout? I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fair Play and Find Your Unicorn Space, activist on the gender division of labor, attorney, and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts and Hello Sunshine. We're peeling back the layers around why society makes it so easy to guard men's time like it's diamonds and treat women's time like it's infinite, like sand. And so whether you're partnered with or without children or in a career where you want more boundaries, this is a place for you, for people of all family structures. So take this time out with us to learn, get inspired, and most importantly, reclaim your time. Listen to Time Out, a Fair Play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: When I was 18 years old, a nun at my high school was brutally murdered. Getting to the truth has opened a Pandora's box of secrets, exposing abuse of power and a world of lies at one Miami
5: monastery.
6: I mean, the woman was stabbed 90 plus times. There's got to be something else going on here.
7: Listen to Sacred Scandal on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
6: podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions. And in case you didn't notice... I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald, Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money-Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I say this every week on my episodes. uh, It is time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about gifts and passion. If you have a gift, lead with it. And don't let your age, friends, family, or co stop you from planning or living your dreams. I interview celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people I like to call industry decision makers. My guest is Brisha Webb. She has been named, uh, she's one of the people I, I interviewed her several, about 18 months ago. You know, Tyler Perry's Netflix filler Fall from Grace. You know, it set all those views on Netflix at the time. And, and to me, that's when she first came into my life. You know, I heard about it, but I've actually got a chance to interview her in Houston, Texas. It was fantastic. Currently, she can be seen in the new Star series, Run the World, as Renee, a walking firecracker of cynicism and in-your-face realness. This month, she'll be seen in the next installment of Mary Little Films for Lifetime. This is called Mary Little Baby. Brescia stars in this uh, Mary Little Baby and appears as a guest in Sherman. I'm going to tell you what else she does now. Cause she, One thing I learned about her is that Sherman Showcase, HBO's black lady comedy sketch, Meet the Blacks, ride along too, and at the devil's door. Fabricia, it does not stop. She currently stars her voice on Housebroken for Fox. But wow, but we're talking about Lifetime's Married Little Baby, and we're going to talk about everything because when you have a talent like her that can do voiceover, do comedy, do drama, she's special. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Brescia Webb. How you doing, Brescia? I'm great,
4: Rashawn. Thanks for having
6: me. And now you, you're residing in California right now, huh?
4: Yes, yes. Okay, I'm we're, from Baltimore, born and raised. Baltimore? But,
6: Crab yes. Cake City? What's it? What's it? Charm City? That's what they call it, Charm City.
4: Yes, some charm there.
6: What did you say? That little that's that little cynicism, that little sarcasm that you that know you're a noted lot of for. Stuff for us, but yeah, Baltimore does have the charm. So have you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I do stand-up. You do? I didn't know. That was in your bio. Okay, tell us about your stand-up comedy career, because I'm a former stand-up, so I've always... Yes, you know, Def Comedy Jam, BET Comic View, all that, performed, you know, I managed Steve Harvey, so that's how he met, he and I met, because he used to be my opening act. That's how Steve Harvey and I met. So stand-up comedy was in my blood. So tell me about your stand-up comedy career, because that's nowhere listed in your bio. So I knew it was something there. That's why I asked, because you're so funny.
4: Oh well, thank you. I mean, I, I look at myself as a full rounded artist. So my dog is very loud. I have a Frenchie and he just came as soon as it started and Absolutely. sat down with me. That's that's planned. That was a plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah, so I mean, being a you know, I try to be, you know, experimental in my creativity. And right. so uh two of my girlfriends dared, we dared each other to start doing stand-up. Right. Um, and I've I've been doing it for over ten years. I've wow. floated around with it. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's something I love to do. I've met Kevin Hart that way. Mike Epps, Tiffany Haddish, and I became friends. Doing stand up and you know just being really uh, thrusted into the comedic world. I was on Love That Girl, you know that was produced by um, Bentley Kyle Evans mm-hmm. and Martin Lawrence. And so one of the requirements to play I'm Unique was for me to do stand up. So that just made me do that even more. But you know at the end of the day, I love. Acting, you know, right. like that's my main thing. So to go on the road and commit to that is always something that I have to always convince my, my well, team. You no, know, you know, sure. I <laughs> got to <laughs> give you credit. I,
6: I got to give you credit. Now, I was very talented as a stand-up. I could mm-hmm. not act. I uh, somehow, when you put the paper in front of me, I did a couple of films, and people say I was good in it, but. I just think I was just playing a role. It wasn't me. I was so, was so extreme. But mm-hmm. but the whole process of being able to capture character, because you play so many different characters. Uh, how is that? Do you have an acting coach? How do you pull that off?
4: Well, I've been trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Baltimore School for the Arts when I was in high school. And then I graduated from there and went to California Institute of the Arts. And that's what brought me to California. So I have my degree.
6: Right. And so with that process, so do you, do you, do you take every role as like, for instance, people say they, they get, they get into the moment, you know, and a lot of your roles are comedic, you know, and, and like I said, I met you when we was doing the, the very popular uh, Fall from Grace and there was nothing really funny about that. And so, mm-hmm. so that was a major swing from you being a stand-up comedian. How do you balance those two differences?
4: Well, you know, being a full rounded artist, you right. know, that's what I love about training and really honing your craft. And, you know, I, I, I studied Shakespeare and Ibsen wow. and Chekhov along with, you know, August Wilson, along with Edward Albee, you know, like it was, <laughs> you know, you just got to learn it all, Right, um, right. Um, and learn how to have as many. You know, things in your toolbox. And then, you know, of course, there's God's gift and the favor. And I was very grateful that, you know, I started in drama. Right. Um, And I was like, you know, guest star on ER, recurring guest star. That was like one of my first big gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, I did Grey's Anatomy. So I had lots of like drama stuff under my belt. Uh, And I was just so grateful that Tyler remembered me and from Acrimony and Uh this special for me, which was also drama Acrimony. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I want to break you into the drama because people don't know all the things you can do. And I was like,
6: very grateful for that opportunity. Right. When you, um, we can go back a little bit to fall from grace. Like I said, I think it's still one of the, you know, I'm a fan of Tyler Perry, one of the best Tyler Perry films, you know, the, oh, the mm-hmm. ending I never saw coming. I, I was like, wow. And I just highly recommend it. To so many people. I really went social media crazy about the movie, just telling everybody to watch it. Now when a movie, because it was, the reason I really respected that movie so much, because it was on Netflix it still is on netflix by the way mm-hmm. and and it opened in 190 countries and so which has always frustrated me by black movies or black films especially when they're run by the studios when they when they premiere them they premiere them domestically and so as a black artist you really never get that international growth that international appeal and, and that's all we want to do we just want to share our talents with the world when that movie right when that movie opened at that wide did that did that did that have a, a major impact a major influence on your brand on your social media can you talk about the influence of that movie on your career as well as it being an opening worldwide
4: well anything attached to the amazing Tyler Perry is a gift to, you know, the culture, to mainstream, to everything. I was given the opportunity to go on a real press tour and
5: right.
4: promote a movie that I was, you know, passionate about and so <laughs> honored to be a part of. I mean, I got to work with Crystal Fox, Felicia Rashad, the Cicely Tyson. Yes. You know, may she rest in peace. It was one of her last, you know, big gigs you know and i cherish those memories and that that amazing moment to be on set with her and so and to do press tours with her and get to know her and yes. all of them you know so more than anything you know the the following and people really just loving the movie i cherish the opportunity to sit with queens and kings right. you know and right. cherish that time to just be a fly on the wall with all of these greats and to be looked at and to be ushered into greatness. Um, Very just grateful for that full opportunity and that full circle moment to grow up looking and, you know, watching the plays on TV on Sunday. (laughs) And and then to be starring in one was just incredible. So like everything that comes out of that is just icing on the cake.
6: Right, we well, you know. I have to be complimentary of you because you're such a natural, and uh, and I, it's, it's it's a joy for me to be able to finally just put the spotlight on you because that was an ensemble interview that I had. and I got one or two questions in with you, but when I look mm-hmm. at the body of work, you know, there are very few actors or actresses that are doing what you're doing. I'm talking about voiceover. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about drama. We're talking about comma, comedy. Now, stand-up comedy, not only just sitcom or comedy-related productions. Now, let's talk to, before I get to the, uh, to the Run the World, how did that come about, and uh, what's your character?
4: Um, Run the World? hmm Oh, Renee. Renee Ross. An uh, uh, amazing uh, series. Created by Lee Davenport, yes. executive produced in uh, our showrunner Yvette Lee Bowser from Living Single, and so many amazing, great television that she's been a part of and has created. You know, they came together and created this amazing woman forward TV show. Right. Uh, you know, I would always be able to watch Sex in the City and see you know, see myself and ask, aspire to be like those women, to live sexy and independently and fearlessly in New York and never really seeing a Black woman do that and not apologize for being a strong woman and uh that, you know, that she had fashion sense <laughs> and she was, and right. was expensive Love and it. all of those things. It was very aspirational. So that's what gravitated me towards the character is that you know even though Renée Ross is married and going through a divorce right. she's still fabulous and she doesn't apologize for who she is you know all the things that she is even if people don't get it you know she's successful uh she stands up for herself um she's kind of a, she's a loose cannon She's a lot like myself, you know, she's a Taurus, you know, so I've never read something (laughs) off the page that just identified with me being a strong black woman, but also not leading with strong, also showing that I'm soft and also showing that I'm beautiful and sexy and I'm fearless, but I still need to be held. And I have great friends that hold you up. Like all of the things that I have with my girlfriends was reflected into this series. So it's just four best friends that are navigating their life through, New York, uh, not apologizing for who <laughs> they are and where they come from and are taking over the world. That's why it's called Run the World.
6: We'll be right back with more money making conversations with your star of Lifetimes and Merry Little Christmas Baby, Brescia Webb.
2: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or
0: Kohl's.com. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
6: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our imagination.
6: This is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. As I continue my conversation with the star of Lifetime's Merry Little Christmas Baby, Brisha Webb. Well, you know, the interesting thing about it is that I've been fortunate to see, I started writing sitcoms in 92 on ABC and, and just seeing characters that were just written for comedy but just wasn't written from a realistic standpoint. And and fortunately, I've survived that whole reality where Black women were just throwing bottles at each other and cursing and fighting. That was just the image of that. And then Issa Rae came out with Insecure, which allowed us for the first time to see two Black females, stories being told. And then I see Run the World. It, it, It must be good as a Black actress to be able to have content now that feels real, that feels relevant. But also feels like that were like
4: that. I mean, there was girlfriends. Mm
6: -hmm.
4: There were other shows that paved the way for us to do what we're doing, living single. Like, you know, this is just a single camera way of showing life being, you know, lived and that we're so relatable. Right. Other cultures like we're just trying to get through life, you know, and deal with all of the things that come with it. You know, we're living successfully in Harlem, you know, and what does that mean? And how
6: does that look? What looks now is what's happening Mm -hmm. on Lifetime in the series that you have done. Mary Little Films on Lifetime, Mary Little Babies, a very Christmas movie. I I know Kelly Rowland looked very well from Houston, Texas, uh, when she was Mm -hmm. Destiny child. And just seeing Mm -hmm. that character develop out, I always, I'm going to tell you, I'm a big Christmas Lug, I guess I get. I love Christmas movie. I can't get enough of it. You're going
4: know, love this movie. You should watch
6: all three of them. I'm gonna just tell you this. I love this movie. I I'm just gonna. Oh, you do? I, I really, you know, you know that all y'all look great. The children look fantastic. They're lovable. Um, There's just certain moments of of cuteness that just make me smile. You know, the you know, Mm -hmm. the whole relationship that you have and your son and the young man who plays your son. I believe in him so much that he really is your son. Mm -hmm. And so when you have an ensemble cast, it's all about chemistry. So talk about yeah. that chemistry, and you know who play, the, the guy who played your father, who could actually play basketball. I mean, yes. he could actually hoop. Oh, well, you seeing it? Oh, I'm he could hoop. I was like, this guy can play yeah, basketball he can hoop. for real.
4: He Chris can hoop. Chris he can, can hoop. hoop. I know he's in basketball like his daughter is in <laughs> basketball. Like, he can hoop. Like, he goes to
6: tournaments and all kinds of stuff. I, for real, he can hoop. I was like, okay. The, uh, I There's a couple of them out there. That, that ain't what they do. Okay. Girl, he got on
4: them boys pretty bad. He I was like,
6: could actually hoop. hoop. And, and hoop. then, uh, but, but when you have an ensemble that makes me smile and just seeing a, you know, just Black people looking good on TV and looking successful and having great storylines. Or bad, please, right? Right. And that's all I was just saying about, I want more of that. You know, when I talk about the resurgence of insecure and I see to run the world, I'm talking about, I always want more. I want I want Shonda Rhimes just to own the, the world. I want you know, Ava DuVernay just to run the world because I, I have six sisters, you know, and I grew up in a family of strong black women. And when I, all my life, half my life, I saw their stories not being told correctly. And when I see stories that, you know, that that are being put out there by black women, Directed by Black women, produced by Black women, written by Black women—that's powerful. Not just saying that 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 it has to be done that way, but at least give it a shot. And so yes. I see this series being put out there, and you're a part of it. Talk about the chemistry and what makes this series so special. Which right now is Married Little Baby, which will be pre- premiering this month, which is November. Yeah, November on twenty-seven. Lifetime. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, first, before I talk about it, I have to talk about the amazing Kelly Rowland. A lot of people don't know how much she is influenced in this project. Uh, She's a producer. You know, she's starring in it. She's doing everything. She's wearing all the hats. She's in costume. She's everywhere. Um, And so much of that makes the chemistry of where we were, where we started and how we come to set. She makes sure, and we do this in Vancouver, Canada, um, where there's not a lot of Black people.
6: Right. You well, know? I'm way way sure. west. You have to be in Toronto to get the Black people when you're in yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, you <laughs> they usually
4: send them to Vancouver if need be, but they have a few. And we've, you know, and it's been great. We've created our own family right. in mm-hmm. Vancouver because this is our third installment. And uh, Kelly has really set the of how we, how we are with each other. She created that family, you know, that family dynamic from day one. It was great chemistry. The casting that she did was all just love, you know, and she put so much of our heart in it, which makes us put so much of our heart in it. Right. You know, um, we have Debbie Morgan, you know, we have, you know, these incredible people that have lent their talent and gifts to this film and you know, she's made sure that there's people of color, yes, mainly people of color behind the scenes.
6: Mm-hmm. She
4: always made sure that there has been a female director.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, um, women of color who are producing. Yes, you know, like it's very important to Kelly if she's going to be a part of it that it it changes people's opinion. About how black productions are
6: run? Well, I think that when I, you know, being a guy who's seen it and been knowing Kelly from, I think I've met Kelly when she's like 15 years old.
1: When I brought on
6: stage is uh, early years, I think I'm one of the first people who brought on stage as a, along with Beyonce and uh, introduced him to the world as performing acts. And I remember several years ago, I, I pitched her along with NBC uh, sitcom starring her. So I know her talents very well. She's so
4: gifted. She's uh, so gifted. I I,
6: and- I, 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 I have always been uh, just watching her. I go. I've always so much more, you know, that she's going to bring to the table because the nuances of acting are just so special and it feels like you guys are really sisters. In this series, it feels like I feel the the ain'ts, you know, of the relationship issues that you have of being a sister, trying to do good for a sister, trying to still be a mom to your son, as well as trying to engage in another relationship and move forward. All those are natural paths that that can only be. Done if you're comfortable with the with the material one, and then yeah. also realize that this is something that you want to put out there with the general public. Tell everybody about your character. Let's break that down a little bit, right quick.
4: Okay. Well, a Little is. Um the the younger sister yes. of a little <laughs> and she takes all the all the, the rivers- sisters
6: fine by the way all of them fine by the way they fine they all fine
4: yeah <laughs> shout out to my baby sister Michael she's she's younger than me but right. you know but like all the sisters uh but you know we we really love each other.
6: Yes. Kiera's a disaster, by the way. She's supposed she didn't do something she was supposed to do for the little the, the yeah, baby shop. That's,
4: that's the thing. In all of the Merry Littles, you see Kiera just <laughs> being a train wreck. You know, the last flip, the last one for the wedding. She screwed up the wedding. She burned the wedding dress. Like she just could not get it together. She got um, one role. Right, right. She can't right. even get that one done. And this one was hard because I identify with her. I was like yo like she's just trying to get this done and everything is against her right and she has to depend on like everybody just comes and saves the day again Mm -hmm. and she's just like yay (laughs) (laughs) you know and so i i mean care a little is like that little sister you love to hate but you can't hate because she's you can't
6: can't hate because you're trying so hard you're trying so hard to do right to do right. I time. I wanted her to try a little harder. But, but, but I was like, let her
4: yeah, really try hard.
6: It's lots of really try hard. But you know, the, the thing I like about you is that you're trying hard as a as a mom. Mm-hmm. You're trying hard in a relationship that you want to last, and then this serious the relationship will go further. I won't give away any mm-hmm. lines, and so, that we can't mm-hmm. do that, you know, because they won't let me interview you anymore if I blow it. But the beauty of it is that. You make me smile, Breisha Webb. Oh, you know, and I think that is important that I tell you that because I get to see a lot. I've been fortunate in my life. I got this. I've seen a lot of, you know, people who matured, and and it's always another wave of talent that pops. And you own that wave. You own that next passage. And you own. Excuse me. You already own it. You know, you just about to ascend to another opportunity because you can do all of new voiceover. T- and, that, and a lot of people understand how hard it is for a black person to break into voiceover, let alone do it. And you're doing it successfully. A lot of people don't understand. When I look at your resume, you know, like I said, believe me, the shows I mentioned are only part of it. We would get tired if I just start going down a list of it. And I only say that in a complimentary manner. I, you would get tired because you want a resume like that. But in this series, Married Little Baby, which is on Lifetime, it's a Lifetime series, November 27th, it will be premiering. It's a movie you have to watch. And if you have to say anything about your character, anything about the family that I love to death... Why would you tell people to watch this other than the fact that you're starring in it? That you're wonderful. And Kelly Rowland is a good friend of mine from Houston, Texas. And she's amazing as usual. And the cast is fantastic. And Pops can hoop like a G League (laughs) basketball player. Talk to us. (laughs) Tell us.
4: I mean, watch this movie if you want to be a fly on the wall and see a family full of love tell a beautiful story
6: about Christmas love. Well, I'm a big Christmas guy, and uh, the food's in the movie, the people. Yes, in the movie. Yes, we make sure
4: that our culture
6: was accounted for. And, and stay to even the end.
4: Sure.
6: And stay to the end of the movie. They got a great, they got some great little photos that they show, which is rather outtakes I should use. It's, okay. all, all, I haven't even seen I
4: don't it. Worry so. it don't worry about it girl. <laughs> don't
3: worry
6: about it All I'm saying is that when you start watching this movie. Hanging there all the way through, you're gonna laugh, you're gonna cry, you know the 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 sister is uh, it's so many different. each one of the sisters has a, a a good personal crisis. That's the beauty of this this particular one. Each one has a personal crisis. You know, it's not about the wedding, not being pulled off, but in their life they're about to introduce something that's going to be unique and change their lives. And that's the storyline for this particular episode of Mary little baby with emphasis on baby is great. I'm recommending mm-hmm. all my friends to watch it. And Brisha, thank you for taking the time to allow me to interview you mm-hmm. in your, in your realm, your home, your kingdom of Los Angeles where you're dominating and becoming the big star that you're supposed to be.
4: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I should also, um, uh... Uh, promote this other film that's coming out on OWN, I believe in December. It's called Song and Story, Amazing Grace.
6: Okay, well, can I bring you back for that? How about that? Because I have a great relationship. Oh, okay, since we have a relationship now, I'll bring you back for that. It's in December, right? Yes. Because yeah. you know what I don't try to do, I want I try to focus all my media and all my advertisements. So we're gonna really focus on Mary Little Baby. And I bring you back in December to promote the own project. Is that cool? Oh, thank
4: you. You're that fantastic. So I'm nice. a fan. Like
6: I said, I you know, once I once somebody gets on my radar like you and I go, Wow, whatever I can do, whatever gifts that God enable me to do to be able to push a talent like you like you to the forefront, I'm doing it, child. So whether you want to or not, Rushon McDonald's in your life, and that's a good thing, by the way. That's a good thing. <laughs> it is. No,
4: I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you so much for Sean. I really appreciate
6: it. Okay, we're Thanks talking December, but more importantly, tell them to give me social media banners and all that so I can put on my social media, okay? I sure will. Because I'm pretty no popular. I got like a million followers. So I got, I'm pretty popular in social media, okay? 90% of my followers are female <laughs> by the way. They love me. They love me. They love me. <laughs> Thank, love me. Thank <laughs> you, Breeze. And uh, I love you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank
5: you. We will be right back with more Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald.
6: Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald from Money Making Conversations with your daily Minute of Inspiration. Recently, I spoke with founder and CEO of Barlow's Food, Tiffany Neal. She explained the steps she took to start Barlow's Food with $25 in her pocket.
0: When I initially started... I started with maybe about $25 and some change. So I literally went to, um, once I decided that I wanted to do a pancake mix, I just went to like a Michaels or some type of store like that, I don't remember exactly, and got like a bunch of like packaging, like that was already prepared, Mm -hmm. um, like canisters and things like that. And I just started sending those out to family, to friends, um, just to see if, you know, I thought I had something, but I wanted to see kind of what the feedback would be from other people.
6: So you developed the mix in your kitchen. I did. If you want to listen to this full interview with Tiffany Neal, it's available on MoneyMakingConversation.com.
5: Now let's return to Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald.
6: My next guest is Mona Scott Young. Come on, y'all. Mona Scott Young. You've heard that name before. She's a successful talent manager, executive producer, published author, and the CEO and founder of Mona Mead, it's Mona Mead Entertainment and Mona Mead Productions. Mona Scott Youngs an award-winning multimedia maverick. Scott Young is the longtime manager of Grammy Award winner Missy Elliott and executive producer of a diverse slate. I'm saying it all, y'all. Y'all hanging in here with me now. An unscripted project representing a wide array of stories and experiences that appeal to a global audience, including her juggernaut franchise, Loving hip-hop. She's on the show to talk about her new series, y'all. I just watched it. Everybody loves 90. A six-episode docuseries that follows Dominican reggaeton, superstar, Nadi Natasha. Nadi Natasha has amassed billions of views on YouTube, over 75 million devoted social media followers, and guess what? The new Amazon series is on Amazon, and it marks the first time she shares the intimate details of her personal life, including her relationship with her manager, who I love to death, Rafi. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. I've been knowing her for a long time. This is the first time I get to talk to her in person. Mona Scott Young. Welcome to my show, Mona. (laughs) hello hello how are you first of all you spectacular i'm just let you know that i've been a fan and you know i've been around some people mona but you special girl how? Where does it come well, from? Well, I appreciate you for saying that. Thank you so much. Well, you know, we 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 we, we missed it several times on, on, on press junkets. My my time wouldn't let me go. When I was managing Steve Harvey, I believe you've been. Mm. I've set up some interviews when he was When I was over there managing him on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. But all along the process of developing your brand, uh, mm. what 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 has pushed you? What has driven you to the success?
7: You know, it's so funny, so much of what you said at that at the top of the show, the things that you say setting up the show resonated for me because one of the biggest things that drives me is stepping into my gift. I talk about it all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you have a responsibility when you've been given certain skills to live up to that potential. A lot of us don't. A lot of us coast. A lot of us just take it for granted. But I do feel a responsibility, whether it's because of, you know, watching my mom who didn't have much accomplish what she was able to accomplish, knowing that I have so much more that has been given to me that I've been blessed with. It's a sense of I need to operate, and deliver at my fullest potential at all times. So I never know what that's going to mean, how that's going to translate, what that's going to result in, but I know that whatever it is, I better show up and show out.
6: Well, you do, and that's that's the beauty of, you know, of, you know like I said, I've had an interesting career, a sitcom writer, you know, a producer, executive, one, been fortunate to win me some Emmys and uh, Image Awards, all these things, you know, I know they're important to me and sometimes I trivialize them because you know, you're just on the grind all the time. You know what I'm talking about, Mona. You just want to okay. get that next Absolutely. opportunity, Especially when you're an African American, you know, you know, that there's no guarantees, you know, because the relationship You,
7: you got to keep it moving, keep it moving. But you know what I've been thinking about a lot, Rashawn, lately? Just the need to sit still for a minute. Thank you. And to appreciate who you are right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's not about becoming complacent. It's about taking stock and showing yourself appreciation right right for what you've accomplished and then using that to propel you to the next stage. Because a lot of times like you said, we're go, 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 that we don't stop to really recognize where we've come from where we are in the moment and how we can take all of that experience knowledge know-how you know and and use it
6: as we move forward you know I, i'm just i love hearing that from you mona because of the fact that you know i bought a building in atlanta and so and for mm-hmm. the first time you know i've been on i've been on a you know leaching in various spaces i've been on production lots and all at hollywood i've been in new york so it's always you know at the end of that Production deal. I had to pick up my my trophies or my paintings and take them off the wall, and so this was the first time I was able to put stuff I knew wasn't going to leave. And I really that's that's what you're talking about, you know, stopping Absolutely. and seeing. And I and I and I and my wife said, "You love going off, I look because I I really get to see my life being played out." And yeah. so and your life plays out on a daily basis. On TV, your rewards, and that's really interesting because I know that when I have people tell me about Rashawn, because I've read, I wrote, you know, Sister Sister, the Bonique uh, to Jamie Foxx, and all this, and people go, I see those shows on Netflix all the time. That makes me feel good. How do you feel mm-hmm. when people talk about your work to you, or you just hear people, all uh, the reaction on you, the know, ratings, and the social media reaction? How does that make you feel, Mona?
7: You know, it's. Funny because it goes back to that stopping to take stock and to show self-appreciation. Uh-huh. But I'd like to think that my accomplishments are reflected in the work that I do. Right. Right. Like yesterday I had the amazing honor of standing on that stage, you know, on Hollywood Boulevard and, and being part of Missy's induction ceremony as she was given her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And in that moment, it just all came flooding back that very first time. I poked my head into the backseat of that limo when I first met her 20 something plus years ago. Right. And she said, oh, I don't, I don't need a manager. I'm not looking for a manager. And to fast forward and think that, you know, I've had the ability to impact her life in a way that has maybe in some portion, way, shape or form, right, impacted what she has delivered to the world and the people that that has touched. And it's the whole idea that my contribution to her life has impacted, you know, millions of people globally that I will never lay eyes on, never even see. That, for me, is the gratification. That is the accomplishment that that I think about when I think about what my life has been. Of course, my children and seeing, you know, what they are accomplishing now in their lives and what they're going to be. God knows what. Right. But I'd like to think that when I see my daughter putting her foot down <laughs> or, you know, pushing back on something or when I see my son going hard and making sure that he's, you know, delivering on his own expectations for himself. Right. Mm-hmm. I see a reflection of me and what I've contributed to their lives. So for me, that's the biggest right. The biggest uh, uh accolade, I guess, if I had to find the right word, it's seeing how the impact that I've had on others and on their lives um, has come, you know, full circle and is out there now for the world to experience.
6: We know the beauty of why I mentioned the theme. you know, we started with the word talent manager. And so she knows Mm -hmm. this for a fact. A lot of times she was missing, you know, Steve Harvey, uh, Stephen A. Smith and other people I've been fortunate to to say they put, you know, trust in my direction. Mm -hmm. And so, but sometimes you can be limited by what people think of you as the manager. you. Oh, that's her, that's her girl, or that's her boy, you know. And they don't realize that you can do more. That's why it's important for me to say the words executive producer when I say Mona Scott Young. That's why it's important for me to say published author when I say Mona Scott Young. That's why it's important for me to say CEO and founder of Mona Me Entertainment and Mona and Me Productions. That's why it's important for me to say, you know, love and hip-hop. Because she's more than what you expect, and what she's been is she's fought through. what I've talked about She's leading with her gifts and showing you she's more than what you think. And in some ways, she's seeding some of her own own expectations. And that's the beauty of being you, correct? And listen, the
7: ability now to... Hopefully, right, have the (laughs) impact that I've had. Come on, girl. Talk now, Mona. It's your time. (laughs) Listen, with a completely different audience, right? This show, it's in Spanglish. It's around a Latin superstar who has millions and millions of fans and followers and people who adore her globally. So here was an opportunity for me to tell her story and to do it on a massive platform like Amazon Prime. Those are major accomplishments and strides for not only my company, but for me as a producer as well. So it's constantly about growth. And this show is, uh, you know, one more growth experience in my career. And I think... People are going to see a completely different kind of programming that um, I think they will respond well to. There's something joyful about the show, their lives, everything that they're sharing about their lives. And it's a story of women empowerment and the stories of a struggle of an artist making it against all odds. And that's something I personally can relate to.
6: We'll be right back with more money making conversation with award winning multimedia maverick, talent manager, executive producer, author Mona Scott Young. This is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversation. As I continue my conversations with award-winning multimedia maverick, talent manager, executive producer, and author Mona Scott Young. I've been fortunate uh, to be, see the series, okay? And I'm from Houston, Texas, okay? So I'm from Tex-Mex. I'm from Selena country, okay? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's a compliment when I say this, because I have yeah. not seen an artist that I've I've loved as much as I've loved what she's trying to do as a woman, empowering herself, making decisions. And also the show is like in Spanglish. In other words, you yes. know, they'll be talking Spanish. And all of a sudden you see subtitles come up there and you're very comfortable. I'm very comfortable. I'm like. Tri- English, right? I'm, you I'm, don't I'm t- like, oh, I don't understand this. I'm yeah. telling you, Mona, mm-hmm. I was sliding in between Spanglish and the, and, the, and, the, and the subtitles and was flowing with your show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was going like, come on, I'm telling you something, girl. Me and you ain't never met, but I was proud of you. I said, this is smooth right here because of the fact that I, you, you, this is this why it's important that why I get excited when I see new programming to step beyond the norm. And also it's not stereotypical. Here's a young lady. Her name is Nadi, Natasha. She's from the Dominican Republic. She came over here, first hit in 2012. Okay. Went nowhere, struggling, no place to stay. Then Rafi came into life in 2015. Somebody, and that's why in this world, you always got to have somebody who believes in you, even if you don't, mm-hmm. like she said, she saw, she saw, you know, like I said, I saw Steve Harvey before he did Deaf Comedy Jam, okay? You know, mm-hmm. she saw Mitzi, Mitzi said, I don't need you, but she saw, she saw, It's yeah. said, hang in there with me, I see a little bit more. Now, in this, you're getting a major global superstar, and she's trusting you because she wants to cross mm-hmm. over. Tell us about yeah. that story, Mona.
7: Yeah, it was interesting because they were so clear about, you know, what they represent in the Latin market and wanting the world to understand that she has dreams and she wants to grow and she wants to be bigger. But it wasn't about leaving her audience behind and all of a sudden wanting to be this, you know, U.S. artist. It was more about how do I continue to grow and bring my music? to a bigger audience, bring my, you know, Latin culture to a bigger audience, make sure that everyone in all parts of the world understand the beauty of who I am, what my story is. You know, she's very proud about being, you know, a first uh, uh, generation immigrant and everything that she had to go through to get to where she was. And it was about bringing that story, that Latin immigrant story to a broader audience and to bring it to the world. And, you know, for me again, always excited about breaking new barriers and and thank you so much for acknowledging that you know this was an opportunity for me who has you know been doing content Firmly in, you know, the the, uh, African-American space, been in hip hop for a very long time to move into Latin music, to move into a global Latin audience, to tell the story of a Latin, you know, superstar on the rise. But what I love about that is all of the elements of that story, the struggle, the love, the, the triumphs, the adversities, those are universal themes. That language, you know, it, there are no barriers to that. Right. And, and I hope that when people watch it, what they take away from it is the the, the story, the experiences, the, the joy of watching someone who is so open and vulnerable just succeed at what they've set
6: out to do. Well, you know, the thing that this is the thing that I enjoy, you know, because we all know there's been a journey with... um with reality shows. And reality shows now Mm -hmm. are about content-driven. This is a content-driven reality show, which means that she's taking the elements of their life and sharing it, but moving it in a creative format where it's entertaining. So she's not creating contrived moments. That's important to know about this. What's what's secondly important to know about this is that Nadi and Rafi don't want to lose their Spanish base. They said, look, we want to cross over, but we cannot... Crossover, yes. and the reason I say that's important because that's where the Spanglish Spanglish comes in. Because if they did a mm-hmm. show entirely English, that means they would have sold out to their base, and so they'll talk English and then they'll just start right, just talk start talking Spanish right in the middle of English, and they, and, they, and all of a sudden <laughs> the subtitles will drop right underneath them, and then all of a sudden they would stop. To imagine my life being in the midst of that, producing I, oh, that
7: for months. Oh my God! Like, I, like I love it. Way love way it. I, I my brain, it. I would be like, okay, yes, Spanish, English. No. Spanish. And Rafa would be like, en español, Mona, háblame en español.
6: Right, right, And I'm like, right. okay. You know? and, and, so I had a chance to prospect, to perfect my Spanish as well. So that was the bonus. Oh, my God. And I, I respect you for it. But I'm just saying to everybody is that is that this is an adventure in lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure in uh, enjoying another culture. It's also an adventure to let you know how other cultures assimilate into America, Mm -hmm. how they still communicate, how they can slide between the two cultures from an English and a Spanish perspective, and it all feels very natural. Because when I say that is that, you know, they, what, what, what always gets to me with Mona shows, you know, she'll get people in bed. They be, they be talking like they at the, at the dinner table. I've yet to figure out how she's crafted that skill. I'm talking about, don't these folks know they're in bed talking? They just talking like little dog running around in bed and all that stuff. They be just talking normal. I'm trying to figure out, Mona, how did you figure out that skill? Where did you get that skill to get people be talking like they they're at the dinner table. Listen, Richard, Watch I credit
7: my years of being a manager with uh-huh. my ability to uh-huh. get talent to feel comfortable oh, and to my trust. trust. And after <laughs> a while, when you cut the cameras, it falls away. But I will say, that was one of the first she- scenes we ever shot with them. So, to their credit, uh-huh. they were just like, I-, I said, All I need you guys to do is be yourselves. Right. Whatever you do. Just- allow us to be here. We're just flying the wall. Right. And they, you know, were, we're comfortable immediately. But I think it's just about people trusting and they know that, you know, we're here to tell your story exactly <laughs> the way you want it
6: to go. Nobody's going to be jumping out the closet. Oh, you know, I'll tell you, Simone. Oh, you need to stop right now. Ain't no, nobody. I'm going to use the word, hey, do what she do. Okay. I, I've seen reality show. She gets everybody. It's like, because they're they not acting. Okay, they in bed, and I'm talking not just them other shows she do. They be in bed, just talking normal, like eating chicken, whatever. You know, watching flick. It's like you get it. That's a skill, and that's a skill that I was comfortable you know what with. I call those, Rashawn. I call those scenes my pillow
7: talk. Ah, there, pillow there talk. Scene. There you go. There you go. Because there you go. That's where you have your most intimate discussions. Think about it. You with right. your significant other. Uh-huh. You've let your guard down for the day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're in your pajamas, and you guys are just talking about the day, life, the future. Mm-hmm. So that's, for me, that's always a great setting because
6: that's where people have their life conversations. Well, you know, because we're not, the beauty of our conversation I'm having with her is that I'm telling you the series, but I'm not really giving away little details that I need to not say because I want you to watch the series. But again, this series, I I will be honest with you, I didn't know Noddy. Before this series, mm-hmm. I want to know more about her. I love her music. Uh, the man she's in love with, uh, Rafi, is a guy that I would sit out and hang out with. He's an ordinary looking guy. He met her when he was chubby, like he said. Now, now he's killing it. He's killing it now, you know. In the, in the upcoming episodes, you know, it's about. Being treated like an immigrant, like she said, working without a green card and trying to survive. And that's what this is like you said it earlier it's about an empowerment series. It's about watching two, a couple share their relationship with the world and also seeing how the world reacts to it, being nervous about sharing it, but it's an honest story. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for doing this. And I want to thank you and let you know I'm a champion of your brand and I am honored, my friend. I am honored, my friend, to know that you are, 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 are who you are, and this is just Roshan McDonald telling you, you're a beast girl, and that's a compliment.
7: Listen, beast mode is my <laughs> modus operandi. And you has been an absolutely delightful interview. Thank you so much, because I feel like you are sincere and you care, and I always appreciate that when sitting across from someone. So. Thank you very much.
6: And the support means everything. I'm excited that you like it. That's it. Reggaeton. Reggaeton on Amazon. Everybody loves Natty by the brilliant executive producer Mona Scott-Young. Coming on. Watch it, y'all. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you want to see any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to MoneyMakingConversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.
5: You've been listening to Money Making Conversations with Rashawn McDonald. Please join us next week. And always remember, lead with your gifts. Money Making Conversations is a presentation of 3815 Media Incorporated. You are now tuned into the Money-Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald.
6: Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald from Money-Making Conversation with your daily Minute of Inspiration. This week, I sat down with broker and owner of Williams & Company International Realty, Denise Williams. She provides advice on how to overcome the fear of getting into a very saturated industry. Mm-hmm. And
0: they're so focused on the fact that there are so many people in their industry. There are over 100,000 licensed agents in the state of Georgia. If I was worried about... 100,000 plus agents that were in the state of Georgia I wouldn't be on the call with you right now and so one of the things that I train them is to stop worrying about having a unique message just be the unique messenger okay Mm -hmm. let me say that one more time stop worrying about having a unique message and just be a unique messenger that is so important because when you focus on what makes you unique you'll stand out if you want to listen to
6: this full interview with Denise Williams it's available on moneymakingconversation.com